What is up, y'all? This is DWC week three, right? Yeah, week three. Um, whole bunch of shit happened. Can't wait to talk about it. Uh, we are doing one on Thursday. Yeah, Thursday, but getting a little speedy, little quick episode. Some of us party too hard on the on their trip and got sick, so I did a short little quick episode, just some recap and picks. We will be talking about the stuff that just happened, obviously some injuries and some new additions to teams, and we'll talk about that within the recap and the picks. Um, you can always listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, um, iHeartRadio, all that dumb shit, you know. Whatever whatever you like to do, you can listen to us on. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at DWC two thousand twenty two and at Defense Defense Wins Championships two thousand and twenty two. Um, what is our new record for our picks? Our new record is Bo sitting at eighteen and fourteen on the year on picks, mm-hmm. and Reed is sitting at twenty and twelve. Ooh, I, I got two up on you, huh? Or was it one? One up on me? I was down three. Am I tripping? No, you were... Oh my god, this dude can't do math. <laughs> oh my god. College no, degree, I, I yeah? I this right. Yeah? Uh, College uh, degree? Does he have one? No, that's what it was, because you've only missed one each game. So, you're, you've only been behind one each week. My bad. Okay. And our guest picker Tony went ten and six, so he did pretty well. Look at us, bro, killing it out there. Yeah, we um, haven't. You went nine and seven first week. I went ten and six. You went nine and seven second week. I went ten and six second week. Damn, that's so been nine and seven two times. It's the Giants. The Giants fucked me. Oh, well, Cardinals. The Cardinals actually fucked me. But yeah. <sighs> let's go ahead and uh, get into what was the Thursday night recap. Yes, sir. Let's get into the Thursday night game. The Vikings went to the Eagles in a much more competitive Thursday night game than last year and lost 34 to 28. Yeah, um, this was a big uh, ball security game. There's a lot of fucking fumbles <laughs> everywhere. Running backs. Jelly on the wall. Yeah, running backs, special teams, everybody's fumbling. I know, like myself in my other league, and some of you Madison fans, uh, we're cooked. Yeah. <laughs> Vikings saw two weeks of ass and was like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and add somebody. So the Vikings did acquire Cam Akers from the Rams. I don't know if the full pick list has came out, but they gave the Rams some draft capitals. What are the Rams cooking? They got like hella third, fourth, fifth round picks. Yeah, well, I think Sean McVay is a pretty good talent evaluator. So I think the lower round picks, just like how Barry and like, uh, uh, what is his name on the Eagles? Uh, Howie Roseman. Yeah. They're good at evaluating talent enough to be able to hit on some of those later round picks. So uh, Cam Akers is coming over. So Madison uh, holders, Madison fans such as myself. I'm a holder. I'm not a fan. Uh, <laughs> we are in hell. It is oh, it was over. It is over. Yeah, I mean, when are we gonna start having a conversation about Kirk Cousins and he is not the reason this team has been losing? 
Yeah, Kirk Cousins balled out. He he even though they lost, he did not the allegations were not on him for the prime time. The lights were not too bright for him. He was balling out. Yeah, I'm not really Jalen Hurts had an okay game. They really didn't throw it much. I think the Eagles had like forty eight rushing attempts to twenty three passing, which is I mean shit, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And that Minnesota defense could not stop the run. So I mean, it is a struggle out here for Minnesota's defense still. Honestly, I think they've gotten a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. It's been two weeks, but um, I think Brian Flores is starting to make sure that they're doing decent. I mean, half the touchdowns came off of turnovers from yeah. the offensive side of the ball. So do you think, like, you, are you, so you're still going to give him time? Like, do you want him, like, two years maybe get, like, his guys or his influence on who to draft if they were to get defensive players? Oh, yeah. I think Brian Flores – I mean, there's only so much you can do in one offseason to completely offset the awfulness of the year before. Like, yeah. shit doesn't just change instantly. I mean, sometimes it can, but it's like it rarely ever happens in the NFL. They're going to need some big pieces on defense. Plus, they lost a, a lot of big pieces from last year. It's like – it's weird on, like – Nobody has talked, like, even as the games progress, because I remember there's talks about it in the beginning, but nobody's even, like, I haven't even seen whispers or bounces around the fucking Justin Jefferson getting a bigger, a new contract. You haven't seen that at all? They're definitely, they're definitely looking to extend him before the year is over. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but I haven't heard, like, I guess I haven't heard any. Fr- I haven't heard like, oh, Jefferson is frustrated, because I mean they are zero and two, and then it's not like. Oh, you mean like him in terms of like I don't want to stay here because we're yeah and stuff like that. Well, yeah, I don't think Jefferson really cares. I mean, he's getting his. Obviously, he wants to win. Part of that loss on was on him, and yeah, the fumble right before the halftime that changed the complete momentum of the. Game, oh yeah, so. the touchback. Yeah, the touchback. Which I don't really agree with that type of play anyway. But oh, uh, you're not you're not for the touchback rule. No. Where would you? Would, where do you think? Like, if that happens, where would you place the ball then at the one or put it on the twenty, bro? <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> I do think it's stupid. I do think it's stupid if you fumble outside the end zone. It's usually because you're trying to make an extra play. But I feel like you should be penalized for it a little bit, and not just get it on the half yard line. You know what I mean? Twenty is crazy though. <laughs> 20 is crazy, but it teaches you nothing. But to you know it's crazier not having the ball. Yeah, I guess it does punish you. <laughs> but it like completely destroys you. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean he's he's very comfortably leading the league in receiving yards. And Kirk Cousins is second in passing yards right now. Yeah. He's the I leader mean, in fantasy. What's up? I will say we over, you know, some of y'all people. Uh, you know, our friends and stuff think we have hot takes. But we did say it was going to be, like, it's hard to replicate as the better teams like the Chiefs-Eagles. It's hard to replicate the record wins and the performance that they were doing last yeah. year. People got film, people watch you. So that explains why there's a slow start to both of these teams. Regardless if they have, have the same personnel, such as the Eagles. Or, in the Eagles' case... And they, more additions. 
they lost. Yeah, the Eagles lost a lot of good pieces on defense, and I think it showed against the Vikings this year. Mm-hmm. They didn't get the pressure that they did last year, and they also Kirk Cousins was tearing their ass up on the back end. So, yeah, yeah I completely agree. I think I always say you have to give a breakout QB like two to three years to see if he's going to sustain that level of success. And I think Hertz is adjusting to it right now. He obviously hasn't done terrible. Yeah, but he's not being the same QB he was last year. Yeah, so I wonder. But no QB really has done well this year. So <laughs> yeah, QB play has been booty cheap. At least out of the people we expect, besides Tua. You think the Eagles are like really missing Strickland? Uh, I think they're. I think they're missing a lot. Honestly, a new OC, new DC. Listen, I know our friend Nick hates Gannon. Whatever the hell his name is, and he's coming off a terrible <laughs> loss this week, of course. But yeah. he does have his team playing hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. I th- I think they're missing a lot of things. I don't really know how good Sirianni is. I think, I mean, he had two head coaches as OC and DC together with him. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if they can adjust. But I don't think they're the team they were last year. No, I mean, I think he's definitely been boosted by his coordinators. Uh, I think he's a really great motivator, but, you know, is he And Nick, if you listen to this, don't fucking shoot me, all right? This is just a comparison. Is he going to be, you know, top echelon? Is he going to be in a not saying that, like, play calling-wise is Andy Reid, but, like, I'm talking, like, top coaches. It's going to be, like, Andy Reid, Bill Belichick, or are we thinking more Dan Campbell in the source of motivation, but, like, his support staff is what's caring. We'll have to yeah. see. We'll yeah. have to see. Uh-huh. All right, let's go to who are we on here. Let's go to the first Sunday game, which this game pissed me off. The Packers at the Falcons. The Falcons stuck by 25 to 24. They were losing 24 to 12. And yeah, won 25 to 24 in the fourth quarter. I'm just going to go ahead and chop this up to first year quarterback. It just they were cooking and then they just couldn't they just couldn't hold it and sustain, man. You would think that if you get up early, that it's only gonna help you in favor if the team you're playing is a running team because they're just gonna run the clock out. Yeah. Accidentally. But this is pissing me off because this is <laughs> this is giving <sighs> it's furthering Arthur Smith's lease when he needs to get fired. Yeah, I'm not – I don't understand. Like, this – the way they're winning these games isn't sustainable. No. I mean, they're fucking – well, one, the time of possession, I think, was really bad because Green Bay only ran um, 46 plays, and the damn Falcons ran, like, 77. So, yeah. But still, like, hey, give Arthur Smith credit. He threw it 32 times this game. <laughs> yeah, how many? But uh, I mean, they ran it. Those to your boy, uh, a pits, two receptions. <laughs> Come on, man! Two receptions, fifteen yards. Drake London actually had some catches, six. Yeah, right. When I put it after the donut he put to me last week, I took him off my fucking. I just team, and then he had eighteen. I really just can't with this team. Like, like you said, Arthur Smith is winning by the chin of his mustache, his nasty <laughs> mustache. And they are just fucking... I mean, they have, 
they have they played the Panthers and Packers, two teams that no one really thought would be good this year. <clears throat> Jordan Love, like you said, is young. They still have a lot to do. I think they need to throw the ball more if they're the Packers. They only yeah. threw it twenty five times. Hey, can I get a can I get a shout out for for my sneaky sneaky good player of of this year, Jaden Reed, two touchdowns. Yeah, Jaden Reed is an eater. What's um, going on, Slot I guy? I want to know. I want to know what's happening with Watson, Christian Watson. Yeah, be, if that will like disrupt Jaden Reed's touches. I don't think it will. I think it's uh, kind of a safety blanket for Love. The the Packers love their slot guys, so yeah. I'm here for it. I called it. You know, it's it's nice seeing it's nice seeing your agendas hoop. Yeah, this game really just irked me. I, seeing the Falcons at two and I was just disgusting. <laughs> it was good to see Bijan. I mean, Bijan was doing. This is why they drafted me at number six moves. Yep, um, I think it's going to be. I think he's. He's amazing, electric, and I can't wait for Caleb Williams to be on this team. For the <laughs> uh, not if they keep fucking winning, he's not going to be on the team. But clearly, like this is not like if you are a Falcons fan, you know that this like this could be better, and 100%. it's only going to further hurt the pit stock stock, um, and people are going to. Be like, oh, look at his stats and be like, why isn't he reducing? What's going on? Well, don't look at the fucking when you look at Pitts' stats, don't look at the yards and the touchdowns. Look at the targets, bruh. Just look at the targets and I'll completely just look at look at the game logs. Look at this rookie year and then look at now. It's just I don't know what's going on. I mean, if you if you watch like the games. And you watch so like when they pan to the wide receiver and tight end on the route and stuff. That motherfucker's open. So, Arthur Smith was there with Matt Ryan his last year, right? Yeah. So it was. It was. They didn't really run that stupid offense though. Like once they got Mariota in there, they ran this sort of like I don't even know college offense, and then they put Ritter in it, and now they're doing the same thing. They're just like, "Fuck it, we're gonna run the football." This is how we're going to win games. Their defense has got a lot better. I will say the Falcons' defense, I think, is number one in pass efficiency. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good because they were horrible last year. Yeah. But I'm just I'm over that team. That defense is going to carry them to many wins. But, like I said, this type of offense is not sustainable in the NFL nowadays. They face good teams, and they're going to get beat by two touchdowns. Yeah, they're lucky they're in the worst division. Which is another reason why Arthur Smith will survive another year. Because he'll probably <laughs> win eight to nine games and be like, oh, we're, we're right there. We're right there with everyone else in that division. All right, we're going to briefly cover this game. The Raiders lost 38-10 to 10 at the Bills, man. Yeah, I mean, I got nothing to say on this one. The defense for the Raiders is atrocious. Uh, Devontae Adams is great. <laughs> Jimmy G is... <laughs> Average. <laughs> Josh Allen looked good. James Cook, bright side. They're running the football more. He had 17 plus carries. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like the things, the gripes. I don't know if they're listening to the podcast, but like as soon as we said, like, yo, y'all, when the year coming, y'all need to fucking run the ball. And they're actually doing it. They're realizing James Cook is a good back. 
So it is nice to see. It's different than like coaches and coordinators be like, oh, yeah, we're going to implement this for next year. And then they do the same shit. Steelers. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 crazy seeing that, that actually work. And yeah, I I was comfortable with this win. The Raiders did go up 7-0 in the beginning. So I was like, what the fuck? Because I put $50 on the Bills to win. Um, well, it's just because they had the first drive. Yeah, <laughs> but it, the Bills did Bills things, and they smacked the Raiders. This is just a good bounce-back game. Um, if you wanted to go ahead and try the no-look-behind-the-back pass, this is the game to do it, because the Raiders <laughs> suck. Yeah, I think we both kind of saw this coming. It was more or less a lose-lose situation for the Raiders. I did see Devontae Adams got hit by a cheap shot. Fuck whoever did that, because he's on my <laughs> fantasy team. I was getting onto the plane when that news happened, so I didn't really get to watch many of these one o'clock games, but I did get to see how they finished. Yeah. Um, let's go to the Ravens at the Bengals. Bo and I both correctly picked the Ravens on this mm-hmm. game. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, from what I saw and heard, the Ravens had the be- had a better first half. The Bengals had a better second half, but the Ravens just kind of held off in the end to win this game. Yeah, um, I was watching. I watched the game, and definitely what you just said was true. The Bengals started to get that late surge, and they did score um, with two minutes left, but you knew, like, okay. Like, it was kind of like they're going to score, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because the Ravens were just ahead so much. Um, And for some reason, I don't know what it is. It's like... It's like the division. Every every in the AFC North, everybody cancels out everybody. So the Bengals never seem to like in the regular season. Never seem to like beat the Ravens comfortably. And Jamar Chase was just missing again. And seventy yards in two games, right? Yeah, the only one that popped off was T against T against had a monster game. It just looked like Jamar Chase was the decoy for T. <clears throat> Which is good when you have like that kind of wide receiver core, but obviously you want to get your wide receiver one touches. Yeah, um, Zay Flowers, man, Zay Flowers has been fucking hooping. That's a, I knew when he went to the Ravens, I was like, this, this is going to be nice, and I'm going to be pissed about it. Uh, it doesn't seem like they really miss Marquise Brown. It's just Zay Flowers kind of year. Uh, they did sign Kenyon Drake again. He was previously on the Ravens uh, a year ago, and they re-signed him. Uh, Justice Hill has a toe issue, so I don't think he's going to play. So it'll be Gus Edwards and um, Kenyon Drake. That will be the tandem back. Is T. Higgins the number one receiver on the team? Hey, I don't know, man. (laughs) I'm just kidding. They're probably both teams I know have focused. This is not good for the Bengals, though. T. Higgins pops off. That man is going to get the bag somewhere else. Well, he's already going to get the bag somewhere else. but. Mm -hmm. But Just yeah, I do where. 0 2. This is not a good this is not a good start for the Bengals. 0 and 2. This is a good this start is... for our picks, though. Yeah. Our agenda. Uh, <laughs> the Bengals last in the division. Ravens this is first. not this is not good. The Ravens, I think, to win the division this year. People called me crazy having the Bengals at third, but hey, they're last right now, so. Yeah, I mean. Hopefully that keeps going. That keeps trending down. If they go 0-3, these fans are going to go ballistic, bro. Yeah, and they don't have an easy opponent this week. We'll talk more about that in a few minutes. Um, 
Let's go to the most exciting, or well, not the most exciting, I should say. There was some pretty crazy games this week <laughs> with the Seahawks at the Lions. The Seahawks won again in a crazy shootout because neither of these teams have a defense, and the Lions paid a lot of money for a defense. But guess mm-hmm. what? Here we are again, losing <laughs> in the 30s. Yeah, it was it was a crazy fucking game. Um, Seahawks pulled it out. Was that contra- controversial holding call? Um, against Aiden Hutchinson, and then you get the fans. Oh, he was held all game, bro. Everybody gets fucking held. It's Everyone just, gets held, yeah. <laughs> it's just how severe it is for uh, a ref or not. Um, it's My thing is like, okay, like you relying on that last thing. Like say they called the holding on that. But he, Seahawks still could have – they were still in the red zone. Like they're still going to kick a field goal or anything. And it's just – you shouldn't have even let it get to this point. And they did lose um, Chauncey Gardner. I don't know how long he's gone. But they did lose him. Um, he's out for the year. Torn peck. The whole, oh, yeah, torn peck. God, yeah, that's that's not good. Especially he was on, like, a, a cheap deal with the Lions. Yeah. He took, he took the prove-it deal. That's so, so unfortunate. That, it's not good for him, yeah. And now David Montgomery's hurt. Who knows when he'll be back? Uh, Lions, hey, at least you know, at least you got offense again. It's it's not a not like a dwindling offense or whatever. And hey, you know, crazy, crazy. My my co-host was talking shit about me talking high about the Seahawks, and here they are, two and zero. They're one and one. Oh, uh, here they are, one and one. I'm about to say they lost. Remember they lost. Oh yeah, to the they Rams did lose. Home. Yeah, lost to the Rams. I forgot. I blocked that out of my memory. Yeah, you should, because the Rams smoked their ass. And now the other team you've been hyping up all offseason got beat by the Seahawks, who got smoked at home. Hey, I have a Seahawks in line. Listen, the agenda, this whole game as a whole did not help your agenda. (laughs) Yeah, I have a a Lions and a Seahawks agenda. That's what I'm saying. I just think they're going to, I just think they're going to beat y'all. To me, to me, the Seahawks beating the Lions in a shootout just showed me nothing about either of these teams. Yeah, they both can score, but they also could score a lot last year, too. It didn't you still, help them you win still think you're going to beat them? The Seahawks? Yeah. I don't know. That's to be determined. <laughs> you know, like, to me, I mean, we'll get to the Browns, trust me, but to me, like, we can beat anybody, but we can also lose to anybody. <laughs> That's how I feel with the Browns right now. It's not good for your mental health. It's not. No, it's not. All right, let's go to the most disappointing team of the year so far, in my opinion, the Chargers at the Titans. The Titans won 27-24. Dude, didn't I literally say last podcast I could see the Titans winning this? Yeah, I'm just – honestly, I might, out of spite, pick every team playing the Chargers from here on out. Like, I don't even (laughs) care what my record is with them. It's crazy that – like Brandon Staley is gonna get fired before fucking Arthur Smith, even though both needs to get fired. But it's yeah, crazy. I, Stefanski might get fired before Staley. True, That's, true. Like true. that is wild to me. True, it's not the player; it's the coach, bro. Stefanski is gonna get fired and get hired by the Chargers, and then they'll have yeah, a he's top gonna five get offense fired. And then with the funny thing about that is. Like, if he gets fired, he'll get immediately hired. Immediately. <laughs> like, he will go to a team, and they will immediately have a top five offense in the league, depending on the personnel. 
That's that's just what y'all do. Yeah. I mean, it just it is what it is. I can see Stefanski going to fucking the Steelers, the Bengals. Dude, <laughs> just, if he's if he was ROC, woo. Yeah, you guys would be, be in good shape. Elite. Um but yeah, Chargers. Chargers, Brandon State Lee needs to get fired. I'm tired of seeing these fucking Justin Herbert stat lines. And then you guys just lose. It's we we fucking pound the table on this. We go over this every time for DWC. If you are the head coach and you have a specific like your specialty is one side of the ball, there's no reason why that side of the ball should be lacking. You yeah. literally control that. You well, obviously the GM picks the people. You have influence. You literally control this. Your schemes, that's is why they hired you as a coach. And you completely fail. It's different if you don't have anybody on your defense, but you have people on your defense. So I don't know what the issue is. I mean, the Titans literally do the same thing every game. We know what they are. We know their personnel. We know what they have. And you guys just lose. And I'm tired of y'all losing. You just lose late. It's so weird. (laughs) (laughs) It's always late. It's always like every time you flip on to the fucking Chargers, the team's coming back on the Chargers. It's so weird. What is it called? The Witching Hour and Red Zone? They are yeah. always one of the final teams playing because they always fuck up in the end. It's always the, at the end of the game, fucking someone's lining up for the game-winning field goal against the Chargers. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> it's just have, And I don't know, like, obviously, like, you fire the coach, but sit, like, say they had a good coach and this was happening. It's just, it's just so unlucky. I don't get it. It you guys should be hooping. Um, yeah. Shout out to everybody that had put Joshua Kelly on their team. That dude stunk. <laughs> Trash game. Trash game. Keenan Allen owners are hooping. They're having a great time. I liked. Uh, uh, I just liked the day or two before the game. Eckler was hyping up Josh Kelly. Kelly, and saying like, "Yeah, dude, we try. We have full confidence in him." You see him last week. He was a G. Like, all right. <laughs> And he just absolutely trash. Big, <laughs> big trash can. It was awful. Ken yeah, Allen well. Hoop, he's uh, turning back time. Turning um, back time, my boy. He's, he's doing great. He's doing amazing. Um, I don't, Justin Herbert is just such a, such a happy-go-lucky guy, bro. I'd just be like, yo, we suck right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I, you know, I'm getting mine, but that doesn't matter. I want wins. It's just so frustrating because the Titans are another team that should not be winning against these types of offensive, like, juggernauts in a sense. And they just keep sneaking out, like, good wins. They do it every year. I think Vrabel's a good coach, but, like, can we please – this is another team. Can we please get rid of Tannehill? (laughs) Like, actually, it's so annoying. Yeah, it's not like – when these kind of games happen – any Falcons game where there's a win, any Titans game where there's a win, we're not like, oh, good job, Falcons, good job, Titans. We're like, to the other team, what the fuck are y'all doing? Yeah, I know. This is, this is not supposed to happen. You guys are allowing this motherfucker to stay on the team. Yeah. Because even if they're bad, you can't, like, they get W's. Yeah, the so Titans. you can't, like, fire them because you're getting wins. Yeah, I give the Titans a little more leeway because of Rabel, but yeah. I mean, they have not, they should not be winning against the Chargers. That's why I said it's the most disappointing start to the season yeah. so far. 
I mean, there's a lot of 0-2 teams, but the Chargers, like the the schedule they've had so far, actually the position they put themselves in at the end of the game, they should be 2-0 right now. <laughs> it, is, it is disgusting behavior. Yeah. I mean, you could also talk about this next team being the most disappointing. The Bears lost to the Buccaneers 27-17 to in not really a close game. It really never felt close. It was ten to ten at halftime, and then I don't know. Man, to me, these, this never felt like the Bears were in it. No, these like this. This is the best and worst thing, right, about social media, because you can go through the game and clip every single Justin Fields drop back pass, and it was bad. <laughs> and post it. <laughs> and post it. <laughs> you add your little commentary and post it, and dude. That's why I started. I didn't. I didn't know that that uh, quarterback, like coach or training, whatever dude. I didn't know about him, and he had me crying in his videos. He go pause now. Who's open? <laughs> uh, who is <laughs> and, open? And like, it's different than like Bryce Young. You you'll do the pause and who's open and nobody's open. Yeah, like, it is tough for Bryce. But you'll see people open with Justin Fields, and I'm just like, where are you looking, bro? And with that fucking video that Reed put in uh my our Twitter group chat of DJ Moon uh Devin White was like they're not using you right and he said tell me about it. Ugh. That's <laughs> not it's not a good thing you want your uh number one wide receiver to be saying. Um yeah this is this is it's honestly like I had a mini Bears agenda but this is honestly like yes my agenda's failing but it's kind of comedy because <laughs> you're like we got all of these players Signed a bag, signed a bag, signed a bag. Oh, their GM's cooking, their GM's cooking, GM's cooking. Red eye memes on the GM, and your team is ass, ass. Like I, I wouldn't like you would tell me like I'd watch the game, I'd be like, huh? Tremaine Edmonds is uh, yeah. DJ Moore's on the team. Why are they doing so bad? Yeah, and I never. I just. Yeah, the Bears, they just wasted a lot of money. They don't have a good coaching staff. Their QB's bad. They're just a dumpster fire right now. Yeah, did you um, see the video of Justin Fields talking? He's kind of throwing his coaching under the bus. Yeah, I saw that. He did that last year, too. Yeah. Either that or Eberflus threw him under the bus. Like, he wasn't listening in practice. There was some kind of interaction like that last year. I think year. it's a combination of both, dude. I mean, but They're if both you're... bad. <laughs> but if you're, like... Like if you if you already it's tough, man. If you already know what they're saying is BS, bro, are you even listening at that point? Yeah, true. I mean, me and you were out. You and I were both defending fields last year, but I can't defend them now. We do this, yeah. We do this. It's the same thing with Deshaun. We do this after games are played. There's only so much we can say. (laughs) Like, and there's not much defending him anymore. Yeah, the tape speaks for itself, bro. Yeah, he's just not seen and processing the field at all. And it, it's crazy. Football is one of the only sports, like team sports, where your talent cannot carry you at yeah. the professional level. Like, it just can't. Yeah, he's getting exposed. It's it's bad. I don't know if he just doesn't trust his line, or I don't know what, like, I don't know what it is, bro. I don't know. On the other side of the field, though, the Buccaneers are a team I never really thought were going to tank. I don't know why many people did. Them going to get Baker Mayfield, to me, was a we're not tanking type of Mm -hmm. 
Because I think a lot of people, yeah, we sh- I've shit talked Baker, but I loved him at the Browns for a long time. And like, of course, I wanted to make a change because I didn't think he could win a Super Bowl. But I think mm-hmm. he's very capable of winning games. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never once said, no, he can't win football games. Has he lost a lot of games because of himself? Yes, but he's also capable of winning games. Yeah. And he's playing out of his mind right now, and he also has the best receiving core he's ever had. So, yeah. He's, Mike Evans is his favorite 13, bro. And Chris Godwin. That comment was hilarious, and I actually <laughs> laughed about it because that whole situation was stupid to begin with. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's weird. Like, I we literally said, I mean, like, I brought it up, and then you were like, yeah, on the podcast, like, this team will be as good as Baker is. And if Baker's yeah. competent, I mean, it's not like, like we're saying, it's not like anybody left. It's not like they're just, you know, sending people off and getting draft picks. Like, this doesn't seem like a we're going to tank kind of organization. So I think they're going to play games as hard as they can. And it, they wound up being 2-0. and I was and, interested. Uh, continue. No, you go. You go. No, I was interested to see that. The Buccaneers are running the second fastest paced offense in the league right now. Oh, really? I didn't. Know Isn't that, that fucking crazy? I and didn't know that. Their coach, me and you are both not fans of Todd Bowles, but no. maybe he has finally woken up and decided to say, "Fuck it, let's do what everyone else is doing. Let's run a fast paced <laughs> high flying. We're gonna throw the ball all over the field." And I think he also has that defense. Kind of, I'm not going to say they're as good as when Tom Brady was there, but I think he kind of has them in a similar like rhythm as then because mm-hmm. I think they're one of the top teams in rushing defense, which they've mm-hmm. always been. That was always a staple. You can't run on this team. Yeah, you throw the ball. But yeah, I mean they, I mean they don't look bad. They look like a top 15 team, honestly, through the first two weeks. They're handling business, yeah. beating teams they should beat. So yeah, I mean it's not like they've had a crazy schedule so far. They have the Vikings and the Bears. Vikings, so we have said, uh, just like you said about the Browns, they can beat anybody, but they can also get beat by anybody. Yeah, and they played the Bears, which I just think is a very immature team. And over in the Buccaneers, they're grownups. Um, I think this is finally one of the teams that we have seen that has implemented that. Hey, this is probably our last ride. Probably a lot of you are going to go to other places. Some of you will stay. Um, yeah, I we don't that. really know what's going on, but you know, let's you know, fuck it, let's have fun, let's have fun, and you know, Baker's like, when 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 he's cooking, he's I imagine he's super fun to be around. So, you know, he's, he he talks trash and stuff, and that shit's fun, bro. If you're on the you know, if you're on the winning team for that, so the Buccaneers, bro, they could they could they could win that division. They could win that division. We'll see this week. They play the Eagles. See what they actually oh, shit. But, I mean, they beat the Vikings. I think the Vikings have a better offense than they did last year. Yeah. So, we shall hey, see. If the Vikings can throw on this Eagles defense, then Baker might cook. Baker about to cook. He'll probably get wrecked, have one of his Baker games for nar- If he cooks, bro, them narratives are going to be crazy. Yeah, it is going to be rough. Especially uh, if y'all lose. Yeah, if the Browns lose, Baker wins again. Ooh. It's going to get scary. He's about to talk um, about an interview, too. Uh, let's go to the Chiefs at the Jaguars. The Chiefs won 17-9. You and Tony had the audacity to think the Jaguars are going to get over this hump. It's a nasty game. Nasty, nasty game. Isn't that weird, though? Like, every time these two play, like, even in the playoffs last year, low scoring. It's a nasty game. It was. That shit was nasty. <sighs> yeah. 
It's tough picking against the goat, but I had to do it. Yeah, you guys are Trevor Lawrence, no touchdowns, man. I don't. I just don't. It's. I don't know what it is, bro. Some. It's like sometimes he's just fucking amazing, and then other <laughs> times he's just mid, mid, mid. It's so weird, bro. Um, man, the Chiefs, the Chiefs, <sighs> the Chiefs, Chief, man, the Chiefs, Chief. It is That's... weird seeing like how. It's like hurting. This is hurting. Um, well, not now because he signed that one year deal. But after the, after they played the Lions, I was like, hold on, like the defense is kind of cooking. It's weird, and now you know you got Chris Jones back or whatever. But I think the Chiefs. It's gonna be weird. Like, because we're still feeling out. Yo, like, can the Chiefs score 35? Or, like, what are we doing? Well, I think this is, like, in, in what you're saying, like, if the Chiefs legitimately do have a top 10 defense for the first time in Pat Mahomes' career, mm-hmm. I think we're probably leaning towards Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes will figure it out on the offensive end. They just yeah. need to get the receivers right. And now we're looking at a way scarier team than we've seen in the last few years. From the Chiefs, yeah. You I think mean, if you're the, like the Chiefs, are you trying to hit this um, deadline hard, like this trade deadline? I'm going after Mike Evans. Ooh, I'm going after Mike Evans. I'm going after. Um, I might check in on Stephon Diggs. Hello. <laughs> oh my God! If they got Stephon, Stephon would be nasty. Yeah, I mean, I think they're gonna look pretty hard at receivers to find like the guy for them. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is to me, this is a scarier outcome than if the Chiefs are like scoring 30, but they're also letting up 30. Like, I hate to say it, yeah, they've only allowed three touchdowns. No, they've only allowed two touchdowns in the first yeah, two you weeks. Can't, you can't be, um, you can't the shootouts, you can't rely on Pat for the shootouts all the time. That's how you end yeah. up with the Seahawks and the Lions. And we're not talking like the Chiefs played the fucking. Panthers and Cardinals. They played the Lions and the Jaguars, two of the top offenses from the last two years. Yeah. So this isn't like a oh their defense is just overinflated. No, they shut down two of the best offenses in football. Mm-hmm. So this is <sighs> Bengals fans are gonna hate this. But this is <laughs> like the Bengals defense from last year is now on the Chiefs. <laughs> so if they get to the playoffs of the defense humming like this, it's going to be bad for the rest of the league. No one's winning. Yeah, it's only the defense with the best quarterback I've ever seen in my life. So it's Yeah, not- Pat's never had a – it's been 15 to 20 his whole career. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. This is tough, man. <sighs> All right, let's go to the Colts at the Texans. The Colts won 31 to 20. Anthony Richardson got hurt, correct? Concussion. I got on the plane. He had two rushing touchdowns in the first five minutes, and then I got off the plane, and he still had the same amount of points. I was like, <laughs> all right, there's definitely something wrong. <laughs> yeah, he, he got a concussion in the game. I don't know if he's going to play. Um, he was still in protocol yesterday. As of today, I don't know. Um, typically, if you're still in protocol by, like, today, it's likely you be playing. Um, yeah, I mean... They are, they are has been hooping, man. It's just, it's just 
we're already he's already getting nicked. Yeah, which is which is a shame. This yeah. is two games. This is two games in a row. Granted, it's the only the first two games, but this is two games in a row where he could not finish either game. He was yeah. knocked out of the first game, rib issues, and now a concussion. There's always that learning curve though with running QBs, especially yeah. when it is your like strongest suit, that you're gonna have to tell him, listen, you're gonna have to stop running all the time. Yeah, he he doesn't he's not like it's different than like a running QB of like Lamar. Like Lamar is a smart running QB, you know what I mean? Like he he will run. He never gets hit directly, yeah. Ever. He will run, and then when he doesn't want to run, he'll run out of bounds, so he'll slide. Um, he doesn't – the issue with um, AR, which I've seen, which I don't – I hope he doesn't end up like Cam because this was Cam's issue. Cam could – Cam never it's, – it's hard because they're so huge. You know what I mean? Cam never uh, took 50, 35% of the hit. Cam was taking 100% of that hit because he wanted to get more yards. AR is doing the same thing, taking 100% of the hit. You need to learn how to take 55% of the hit, 65% of the hit instead of the 400 because it's not like you're getting hit by, like, you know, five, seven dudes. Like, these are grown-ass men in pads. Like, they will hit you. Yeah, they're going to smoke you. And both times AR got hurt, it was right on the goal line. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's weird because a lot of the times you see QBs get hurt is the middle of the field. They're just being yeah. stupid running the ball. But, like, he was scoring or almost scoring on both of these. It was like a design run. So, yeah. I mean. He, he dives in for it, bro. He does not care about his body. No, he does not. <laughs> um, the Texans, Stroud looks decent, but they just they just have no talent on the yeah. side of the ball. He was getting uh, a uh, relationship with Tank Dell and Robert Woods, which is good. Robert Woods is you know, always going to be a secure yeah. guy. Nico Collins is a beast. Yeah, Nico Collins is hooping. I'm talking more defensive side. So yeah. I don't think the Texans offense might look decent a little bit this year, but still a rookie QB and the defense just looks horrible. So Yeah, I think out of the QBs right now, uh, I can't count AR because he doesn't finish games. But throwing the football, I think CJ has easily been the best. Yeah, I would say so. Which I, you know, I didn't have – that wasn't an issue coming in for for me when he uh, was drafted by the Texans. I didn't think I thought I told uh, I told Buckeye fans I said this might be the best Ohio State QB that has you know came out in in terms of you know just being a grown up throwing the ball. He's he's doing fine. It's just you know you're on the Texans, so yeah, you it's are take on the Texans. What are you going to do about that? Well, it's going to take a minute. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Yep, yeah, but the Colts are one and one, and hopefully they uh, AR can get it together because I have them second in the division, right, or first? You have them first. That is wild. That's a wild. Thing. <laughs> but let's ride. They're only one now. They're tied because now they're one game. They're a half game behind because the Jaguars mm-hmm. beat them. So not too bad after two weeks, I guess. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the 49ers at the Rams. The 49ers won thirty to twenty three. This game was a lot closer than a seven-point game for most yeah. of it. It was weird. It's it's uh, it's turnovers it's at the end, man. Yeah, it's tough seeing. Like, it's so weird. Uh, in in sense of yes, you want your agendas to hoot, and 
me myself, I'm a I'm a spiteful person. <laughs> I don't see like seeing my friends' agendas who because I don't like being wrong. And man, Reed has been cooking with this Rams agenda, bro. <laughs> it is <laughs> it is and and if you guys, you know, obviously friends of Reed, they know Reed. But you don't know Reed, <clears throat> let me give you insight on this. When his agendas are hooping, he will let you know. And <laughs> it is it is unbearable when they keep hooping. People yeah. he, people like to it's it's not like like the Rams. It's not, I mean they have one of the best coaches. We're we're big Stafford people. And it's just like Stafford's like obviously he's not like as good. Like I wouldn't put him as the same level as uh Pat Mahomes, but Stafford makes wide receivers good. I mean, he's making fucking Tutu Atwell look good. And Tutu Atwell to me is like a John Ross. And who the Puka? Puka Nakua? Bruh. Who the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> and Stafford's making him look like fucking the next Cooper Cup. People are literally out there spending all of their waiver wire dollars on Puka. Yeah, nasty. it is some nasty work. Who knows what his usage will be? I think he'll still get a lot of looks, but he's not going to get fucking 20 looks a game. Like, that is insane. No. Um, I said, am I wrong? Is he going to, you think he's going to be a Skoranek? Uh, I think he'll be B. a little better than Skoranek. He'll be the second option. Because yeah. I remember it was like, it was like Cup and then um, Tyler Higby and then Skoranek, but he'll be the second option. I mean, they got, if Puka stays. Good, which, like I said, his uh, defense has been playing more zone on him and not really manning up. Like, if he can figure that out, I think with him, Cup, Higby, and Tutu Atwell, who can go vertical, I think that's a pretty good receiving core out of nowhere. Because everyone was talking, oh, the Rams got no weapons. Cup is hurt. This is a problem. But, I mean, the Rams, they look good through two weeks. Uh, this game really reminded me of the year the four, uh, the Rams won the Super Bowl, and Stafford just can't beat the 49ers. And the same reason he lost this game was the same he would lose to them the a few years ago is because mm-hmm. of late turnovers. Like that was it. Like the 49ers would pull away because of late turnovers by either Stafford or a mistake like a fumble. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened in this game. That tip ball to Kyron Williams. And then it got picked. That really set it in motion for the 49ers to win this game. Yeah. Kyron Williams has been, has, has been hooping. He's projected 18 in fantasy. I was like, hold on. What in the world? I'd say you had a little Kyron agenda, too. I have him in two leagues. <laughs> so. Does, does he know ball? That worked out for me. But, yeah, I think both of these teams are good. This loss isn't bad by any means to the Rams. So. I still think both of these teams are better than the Seahawks by far. Yeah, it's uh Did you no, you picked uh I picked the 49ers. I had 49ers, Rams, Seahawks, and then Cardinals last. Gotcha. That I might hit a hundred percent on that one. Like actually <laughs> <laughs> that might be my best division picks of the year. Especially, I mean, you're gonna be a hundred percent right with the Cardinals. Yeah, all it all it really yeah, the Cardinals 49ers play 100% right. It's always the in-between teams that are the hardest. Mm-hmm. Uh if Stafford can stay healthy, I think they have a good chance to either win. I do have a bet of them winning the division or um 
in second and still making the playoffs. So I'm not really too concerned. Like they don't mm-hmm. have to win the division to make the playoffs in the NFC. Mm-hmm. So that's good news for them. <laughs> All right, I don't I don't know which one was crazier, the Giants Cardinals game or the Commanders Broncos. We'll start with the Giants Cardinals. Um, the Giants won 31 to 28 on a last second field goal with two seconds left. And what yeah. this was. <laughs> yeah, the game was fucking crazy, bro. I a uh, little backstory on that. Uh, if anybody that was on FanDuel making the bets, <clears throat> there was a bet out there that every one o'clock and four o'clock game there would be a field goal, and that everybody hit the field goal, um, and all we needed was the Giants to hit a field goal, and of course down to the wire, coming back, the last field goal that was needed was the Giants, and they hit the game-winner field goal. Shit was crazy. Um, yeah, they got a lot of people paid. FanDuel had to pay out $20 million, bro. Nasty. I know they are mad. Um, it's crazy. It was like, damn, like, the Cardinals are going to win. I picked the Cardinals. I, I said I could see this happening, the Cardinals winning. And they were cooking. They were cooking in the beginning. Uh, and the Giants are just like, all right, easy. And then the Cardinals are like, oh, wait, we're supposed to be tanking. It's just a complete block uh, yeah. of momentum. I mean, I really just think, I mean, credit Dable and – Martindale, I think they really just made adjustments at halftime, and they are truly the better team. Are they? Yeah. Are they a thirty-one points in the second half better team? I don't think so. No. But you know, when shit starts rolling downhill, it just keeps going in the NFL. Sometimes was, you just cannot stop stuff. Yeah, it was weird, like seeing Daniel Jones dotting people up. It, it just doesn't. That doesn't seem like a Daniel Jones. Like you would see, I was watching the game. Um, I was at the um, Bourbon and Beyond Festival, but I still was watching the game and listening to the audio. But if you saw like the play-by-play on like ESPN or something, it was just like it was like Daniel Jones ten yards, Daniel Jones sixteen yards, Darren Waller, Daniel Jones forty yards, Isaiah Hodgins. You're like, what? You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, where the fuck is this coming from? And, you know, Daniel Jones is always lethal with his legs. Um, I think if you get, like, a push in a sense of it's different than, like, Daniel Jones getting absolutely shafted by the Cowboys' uh, defensive line. But I think if you get a push of, like, easily um, their line and your line, I think Daniel Jones would be all right in the sense of, like, he can actually run, run with the ball. And they're throwing some design runs, and it was it was it was pretty cool, bro. Seeing them come back like that, but I mean that was wild. <laughs> I don't think that will happen again. Um, no, unless you play like a terrible team. But if you're playing a terrible team like the Cardinals again, then you don't need to be in that position anyway. Um, shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. Um, but you know. The Cardinals, I think they're just going to be... I think this is just the Cardinals, you know? Yeah. I mean, you just, you just got to realize, hey, like, 
as as a defense, if you're playing the Cardinals, hey, like Josh Dobbs is the quarterback. Why are we losing? You know, no disrespect to Josh Dobbs, but that is, I don't think he is one of the 32 best quarterbacks currently playing. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. I, I don't really have much to say about the Cardinals. I think they're going to do this all year. Like, they may have games where they look up and they're like, oh, wow, we're playing really well right now. But I just, they just don't have the talent on the field to do anything about it. I think they're always going to play hard. But ultimately, playing hard doesn't amount to anything in the NFL. And that's the sad part about the league. Um, it will be. It will give you an extra year if you're a coach, but yes, like I like Gannon's not going to get fired after this year, even if he no. was like two and fifteen. Like it's just mm-hmm. not going to happen. The Giants that they should really look at themselves and hope that the second half of that game is who they actually are, mm-hmm. because they legitimately went six quarters in a row without a point. Yeah, and that's horrendous and <laughs> they have the eagles and the cowboys in the division it's not going to be good because they play those teams twice yeah so i mean good win good recovery i should say but no one should feel easy as a giants fan right now in my opinion yeah um let's go to the jets at the cowboys the cowboys won 30 to 10 in a curb stomping yeah, uh, let's. Are the are the Cowboys? Do you think the Cowboys? Do you think they're the team to beat? E, I. Here's my thing. With the Cowboys, and me and you are both higher on the Cowboys than a lot of people this year. I mm-hmm. feel like. Um, they they are doing. This is why the hype is so big because they are doing exactly what they should be doing to teams, right? Yeah. And some. Like yeah. <laughs> no, one, no one guessed forty to nothing at the Giants would be the home opener, right? Yeah. No one, no one at all thought that. Everyone thought the Giants were better than they were last year. So that alone, and a division game, you win forty to nothing. That's pretty big. Mm-hmm. And then you play the Jets, which the Jets have a, I would say, a top ten defense. Mm-hmm. You could probably say top five if you wanted to. Most people probably wouldn't disagree. And it's not like the Jets' defense were really stopping them from moving the football. So they're lucky it wasn't fucking 45-10 to 10 at the end of this game, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they kind of are the team to beat. For me personally, I'd still pick the Chiefs or the 49ers on an, uh, a neutral field. Mm-hmm. If there was neutral fields, like in the Super Bowl, I guess. Yeah. I would pick those two teams over them. But I would put them at three, I would say, pretty confidently. Yeah, it's weird and like it's like we're we're just we're just wait like as people that have watched the Cowboys and the Cowboys have done the same thing so many times, like we're just we're just waiting. Um we're just waiting for the fuck up. We're like, okay, it could be this game. It could be this game. And the Cowboys, if you look at like on paper and stuff, like they should this is what they should be doing, um, beating teams like this. Especially given the circumstances on the teams they've played and what has happened to those teams. But are we are we are we having the convo yet that McCarthy's not a not a bad play caller? Uh, 
He's calling the plays. You know, I don't think he ever really was a bad play caller. I just think he's kind of an okay play caller, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, holy fuck, the... Um, I mean, he always had Aaron Rodgers, so people probably thought little of him mm-hmm. because Aaron Rodgers was probably making checks at the line and stuff like that. But I think Dak is at the point of his career where he can do the same thing. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying he was ever even close to what Rodgers was, but he's old at this point. He's a vet. He can make his own decisions at the line. Um, yeah, I don't know. The Cowboys should be looking up right now. I'm not willing to give McCarthy too much credit yet because they have a lot of talent, but. We shall see where it goes, I guess. Are you? Are you ready to give him his flowers? Um, I got to see it against the. I got to see the Eagles. I got to see how he schemes that. I think you are right. Um, if it's just like it's either one or the other, you know, you either have a generational cornerback, generational cornerback, and a play caller, and then if you guys do shit. It's on the play caller, not the generational quarterback in a slump, and vice versa. If you have an amazing play caller and the team's ass because you have a mid QB, and then the QB gets the blame. So yeah. I think it's just, it's just like, and I mean, Dak, to me, Dak's ceiling is top 10 quarterback, like right around that fringe 8 9. So I think as long as you have, you know, good play calls, Dak has weapons. Um, I think they'll be fine, especially with the defense playing like this. Yeah, I agree. I think they're doing everything and more. So I'm completely fine with putting them at one if people want to. Like, Mm -hmm. they have been the clear cut fucking hammer in the NFL, per se. (laughs) Hammer's crazy. Hammer. Hey, yo. Anything to say about the other team? No, I got nothing to say about the Jets. Zach Wilson did his famous three pick game, and the defense could not hold through all of those turnovers. So that's how the year is going to look for them <laughs> against good teams. And it's crazy. How many more as a Jets like player, how many more pep talks can you give that man knowing he's going to go out there and throw fucking three interceptions. Now, granted to him, I will cut him slight slack. The offensive line is poop poop, but he's not good. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the Commanders at the Broncos. And the Commanders won 35-33 to in a very wild football game. Yeah, this is one of those where I'm like, okay, there should have been a flag thrown. Like, this is outrageous. Um, hey, Russell's cooking. Russell's cooking. I, and I was high on this. Uh, I was high on this Commanders defense, and Russell's cooking, man. Russell's um, cooking. He was cooking. But he just needs to get a win. <laughs> Sam Howell was cooking as well. Yeah, Sam Howell was cooking. It's um, weird. I, I just, like, you would think that from last year um, that their defense would be okay. Or, you know, it was, like, top seven. And people are just fucking lighting the Broncos up. Like, Sam Howell put 30 on them hoes. Like it's it's crazy, but hey, I have a Sam Howell agenda, and he was doing good. I saw uh, my co-host added him to his team, so he knows ball. Nice AR insurance, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> he knows what's going on. Um, there's nothing really 
besides like the Broncos defense, there's nothing really bad I can say about the Broncos. Just, you know, do it again. Put 30 points on another team. You know, that's what so we, we didn't come. Our gripes with the Broncos wasn't the defense. Now they're looking ass, but we needed the offense. Like the offense was the issue for the Broncos. Yeah. If you put up 30 points, then, you know, there's not a lot we could say about Russ or Sean Payton. So Broncos, still early in the season. You can come back. Um, just keep keep doing what you're doing, putting up hella points. Love to see it. Commanders are 2-0. This is, it's weird seeing them 2-0. Granted, they did play the Cardinals and the Broncos close. Both of them close. Um, but they're 2-0. Hey. I, can't, I can't say shit about W's in the columns. Yeah, win, win in advance. Um, but damn, this is another team, though, where I'm just like, fire Ron Rivera. Like, I'm over him. I'm just done with him as an NFL coach. But What is up, what is up with the coaches we hate? Win. <laughs> yeah, they win. They win these stupid fucking games. But I am. I think my agenda is coming through a little bit on the Broncos here because I did say before the season started that the Broncos will be better offensively. They just don't have the talent to win games, and mm-hmm. so far that has been the case in this season. So we're seeing a we're seeing a comparison of the the Chargers and the Broncos. <laughs> Somehow they just don't win the game. No, we're seeing a complete fuck up by the owner of the Chargers by not firing <laughs> Staley and hiring Sean Payton on the Chargers because the Chargers have all the talent in the world. Yeah, Staley's wasted. At the Broncos, they don't have what Sean Payton needs yet. But once they get what he needs, which is kind of scary thought because Russell isn't getting any younger. Yeah. So hopefully he can get in there by next year because who knows what Russell's going to be in three years. You know what I mean? Yeah. He does take good care of his body, but, you know, as you get older, the arm starts to go. Yeah, and I mean, who knows? Sean Payton is a great coach. He could find a new QB in the next two years that he trusts. That's the issue and, like, the scary part. If you're on that team, like, that man is ruthless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you are not doing good, he will get rid of your ass so fast. Yeah, he will. He does not have friends. He's like Bill Belichick. He does mm-hmm. not have friends on the team. <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> uh, let's go to the Dolphins at the Patriots. And just a this this game was kind of boring. Honestly, it was. <laughs> it continues to be undefeated. Dude, what a fuck! It's yeah, so weird Dolphins. seeing someone undefeated against Bill Belichick. And it's Tua, man. Tua and the youngest head coach in football. Imagine. <laughs> Mike McDaniel's my dog. Did you see that video of him running away from the camera? Yeah, he is Dude, such a good He is so funny, bro. I love Mike McDaniel. Uh, hey, bro, to a, to a man. He's out here. MVP consideration. I know it's two weeks, but, you know, he's doing his damn thing. That's my dog. Big yeah, he really here. he didn't have a great game no. against the Patriots, which many people don't, by the way, no. if you don't follow the NFL. Patriots oh, usually do well against QBs. All that matters on MVP is the Ws that come yeah. with you. They did win. Uh, Patriots made it. This has been, to me, this has been Mac Jones' whole career on the Patriots. They are losing pretty much every game, and then they make a comeback in the fourth quarter and fall short. Uh, That's all I've seen from them since getting Mac Jones, to be completely honest with you. Yeah, it's that's just what happens, bro. I love Tom Brady and it is what it is, bro. Dolphins yeah. are dolphins are you know cooking my my agenda. 
I had them winning the division. Yeah, not a bad pick. Um, Patriots start 0-2 for the first time since 1991 or something like that. It was some, yeah. some crazy stat. Uh, yeah, it's not looking good for the Patriots. They just don't have it anymore, do they? No, it's one of those, like, you got you to gotta get with the times, old man. It's kind of what we're seeing with the Steelers right now. Like, you can't. Like in this, it's an offensive league now. You're gonna have to use firepower. Yeah, and the Patriots just do not have that. Yeah, completely agree. Uh, let's go to the Saints at the Panthers on Monday night. The Saints won twenty to seventeen. A lot closer than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, um, it's it's people are like the Saints. They did win the two and zero. Yeah, the two and zero. Right? Saints Who scored? Yeah, it was a uh, backup running back. Tony scored. Jones, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Scored twice. Somebody had that in a bet, bro. I was like, bro. This game was. See, they could see the future. Yeah, that's crazy. This game was ugly as could be. Yeah, it was um, weird. Like, like, if you watch the game, like, if I was Bryce, you're just like, who the fuck do I throw it to? Uh, <laughs> he did find a. Good, um, what is that called? Oh, security blanket. You did find a good security blanket with uh, Adam Thielen. Uh, they're having a little relationship going on, but it's about uh, time. I, I know. <laughs> Saints, uh, Saints fans, I think they're like, we're 2 0, but we see the limitations in Derek Carr. Yeah. He said he's statistically the worst QB in the red zone, and I, I think like that, like that game showed it because he had multiple times to like close it out and they just were not couldn't do doing it doing good. Um Bryce Young, I don't think he's playing next week, so they're rolling with Andy Dalton. Is he not Bryce playing because he's hurt? Yeah he's yeah. he's hurt. Okay. I was like he but needs reps. It's weird because now that they're they're talking about like when he comes back, they're talking about putting in Andy Dalton for red zone, like when it's close. Oh Close like ten yards in, putting in Andy Dalton instead of Bryce. What? Yeah, I don't know. Because he's so tiny, I guess. Man, I don't get that shit at all. They can't, okay. can't do QB sneaks with him. Yeah, I, I guess. You know, I'm just I'm fed up with overthinking. You know, I'm <laughs> fed up with it by coaches. But yeah, Saints are two and zero. It's a two team race. No, it's a three team race. Aren't the Falcons two and zero also? Yep. Bruh. Yeah, yeah, I'm not super confident in the Saints pick for the division. I think we both picked the Saints. No, you picked the Panthers, which I is not going to end up. Yeah. Yeah, um, Marty calling it out. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Well, we both picked the Buccaneers for last place, so. E. That's not looking good either. Uh-huh. That was probably out of spite. Um, but yeah, okay. Three teams, 2-0 and in the NFC South. That's a scary thought. So let's go to the final game on Monday night. What a real fucking barn burner this was. The Steelers won 26-22 against the Browns at home. Like I told you. Like I told you they would. Yeah, um, man. I... Pray, prayers up to Nick Chubb and prayers up to... Everybody that was injured, there's a lot of fucking players injured on the Browns side. It was just like 
it's worse than like even if it was one of those games like even if somebody wins like everybody loses yeah um, i'm just yeah like the browns even like the browns won say they won but like everybody was getting hurt nick chubb was hurt fucking denzel war was hurt Zadari Smith was hurt for a second. Miles Garrett got hurt for a second. Nick. Um, Martin Emerson was hurt for a second. Like, it was like, it was crazy. And on Steelers' side, like, this is like the second week in a row that the fans have been chanting Fire Mad Canada. Like, it's not. All right. Yeah, all I got out of this game, like, I have a lot to say about this game, obviously. Uh, the Browns won, shouldn't have lost it, but we did. Somehow, we're in the stat book again on ways to lose games you shouldn't um but the biggest thing i got from this game is that <laughs> is that neither of these teams are happy with their teams right now yeah even the steelers winning the game like yeah they were happy about beating the browns of course but there's still a lot of problems on both of these teams yeah. that they need to figure out real quick or it's going to get scary for them yeah it's like or like now we have you know, people outside talking about like our like Najee and you know, obviously I'm a Najee defender because I'm a Bama fan. But real like if you watch the games, like our blocking scheme and how we block trash, we can't even block to begin with. I mean, if you looked at the grades for every lineman, it was either red or orange. Like it was bad. And yeah, we we I have to see with more tape because we did play arguably two defensive fronts in the top five. So, yeah, but, like, we have to see how we are against the Raiders. If it's still bad, then there's a huge problem. Uh, Matt Canada can't call fucking plays. <laughs> so it's it's making – it's stunning Kenny's growth. And it's not like – it's not like we're stunting – Oh my god, who can I think of? Who can I pick on? Who can I pick on? Um it's not like we're stunning Tua's growth, right? It's not like we're like, okay, Tua like Tua can be a fucking like MVP candidate. Um and he's just like we're stunning his growth. Like we are like they are there already were questions about Kenny on if he's a guy, if he's good, if he's just gonna be mediocre. And you don't want to stunt mediocre, right? It's not yeah. like, oh, we can see top five potential, right? Nobody, even I, I don't see top five quarterback potential in Kenny. So stunning that even more is trash. And, we're, you know, Tom was just being stubborn. That's just how we are. We're like, oh, we're going to ride it out with him, and then we don't re-sign his contract. Like, this man needs to be fired now. Like, he needs to be fired. And I don't want it to be... We're losing five games in a row. Now we're going to fire him. We need to be on top of it. Like, this guy has to go. It will literally benefit everybody. <clears throat> and maybe maybe the issue is, which I can see it, maybe the issue is there's just nobody to fucking hire. You know, we could fire someone and then hire someone, and they're mid. Or if you move somebody up, we're still going to play. We're still going to run the same plays. Well, the problem... But he should have been gone last year. Well, yeah, yeah. The problem you guys have is if you fire an OC in the middle of the season, it will be disastrous. Yeah. It won't help because the offense will have to learn a completely new system 
during the year. And we saw yeah. what that looked like last year with the Browns. The last mm-hmm. six games, they ran a completely different offense than they ran the first 10 games. So, and it was horrible. The offense, like, it was just the worst thing of all time. So, I mean, you guys can't, now that you started the season, you can't fire him because it will just make it worse, even though how bad he is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, these teams have a lot to fucking, they got to get their shit together. Yeah. A lot to do here. <laughs> the only saving grace that the Steelers have is that we have Kenny on a rookie deal as opposed to the Browns who have Deshaun Watson on a crazy-ass deal. Yeah, the only positive from the Browns right now is that they have arguably the number one defense in football, and they're playing lights out each game. I think they've only let up three first downs on third down. It's like the lowest percentage in the league, which is crazy. And they've only, only yeah. allowed one touchdown on the year. So Go ahead and uh, do your little, your little Browns rant. I don't really have much to rant about. Um, the only thing I'll say is Deshaun needs to get better. That's it. That's all I got to say about this game. We, <laughs> if Deshaun is even just okay, okay, we probably win by two touchdowns in this game. Uh, if we take a knee in every possession in the fourth quarter, we win this game. That's how crazy this game was. Yeah. Because the Steelers' offense couldn't even get a fucking first down in the fourth fourth quarter. Like, it was bad. (laughs) That's what I said. I was watching it with us and my buddies. I was like, the only way we win is if we get a turnover, either a turnover, like, within the five-yard line or a turnover for a touchdown. Like, this is the only way we're going to score points. We couldn't even get to field goal range, bro. That's how bad it was. It was so bad. And it's not like... Like, you guys have backups in because fucking Denzel and Martin were hurt. Like, if we, can't, <laughs> if we can't fucking score on backups, like, Kenny was missing a lot. Kenny and Deshaun were thrown behind people. Yeah, I don't know. What was, the was QB play bad was bad. QB play. It was so <laughs> bad. Um, I forget who I said this about uh, last podcast these are the last podcast or two podcasts ago but i'm with you on you know you know how i feel about deshaun watson but if you 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 continuing to do this if you continue to play like this you're gonna get someone fired someone will be fired yeah and it's gonna be kevin stefanski he will get fired if well, you I think, continue yeah. to play like this <laughs> the whole regime will be fired <laughs> <laughs> this will be it's a fireball offense you like not only like this isn't only just affecting you; it is affecting everybody. And yeah. if you, uh, we'll get more to it into the picks. But if you let that shit get to you, it's wraps for you in the league. It is. Yeah, I think. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it on the upcoming <laughs> picks. But yeah. I think I do think Stefanski has an eight-game window right here to figure this shit out, or it's going to get real. Real scary, and it's. it's and I'm telling you right now, yeah, I'm telling you right now, the social media aspect of like games, and I'm like in the trenches for it. It's already really bad right now. I am giving Deshaun the benefit of the doubt. It's been two weeks. We're one and one. The the fucking roof is not falling. Like we're okay yeah. right now. We're one and one. So Relax, there's, some le- there's some leaks. There's some leaks. Shit needs to get done and get better, but, like, holy shit, we always lose to the Steelers at the Steelers. Like, 
Let's fucking relax for a second. Steelers continuing that Monday night streak, baby. Yeah. I mean, all the history was in the Steelers' side in that game. Let's be honest. The football I mean, gods wanted that shit to happen. Granted, my my like like if if I pay because like when he had that when he had like the opportunity to have a game winning drive, I was like, this is what you pay him for. This is what you paid this man all this money to do to get this yep. game winning drive. That's what you that's why you pay him. He only got uh, halfway down the field, man. He got <laughs> he got to about the forty five, and then it, we got a flag or something, and I was like, yep, it's game over. Yeah, I think I, which is weird because correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, we've watched Deshaun basically since college, right? Yeah, we've 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 watched him a long time. I have never seen him let his emotions get to him. I've never, yeah. like, in the sense of like, yeah, I've seen the competitive aspect from him, but I've never seen him get like like the frustration. Like the like the the face mask penalties. That I was really, that was emotion. That was I really think emotion. it is eating him alive, knowing that he just isn't as good as he once was. Mm-hmm. Because let's think about what that man was at his peak in the NFL, and it really only has been two years. Like, yeah, sitting out for two years is never good for you, but but sitting out in your peak. I mean, imagine, yeah, imagine how you would feel if one day you just woke up and weren't as good at your favorite thing. Yeah. Anymore. And I don't need, like, it's not even all his fault. Like, our O line has issues and they're not on the same page with Deshaun, but he's also missing easy reads on the line. So it's like a mix of both. But still, like, Deshaun is, I really do think he let his emotions get the best of him at the end of that game. I think after the original, literally, I think, and Batonio said it today. He said after that pick six, he feels like the offense panicked a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I get it. You're at the Steelers, literally prime time. It's the first time a lot of people are probably watching Deshaun Watson play since he came back in the league. There's a lot of pressure on Deshaun Watson. So between the pressure from the fans, the pressure from the media, the pressure from his own team, the pressure on Stefanski and uh, Andrew Barry, it's just like immense right now. So. We'll see if he can get over that hump, but who knows? Yeah, it's just been a lot. It's I'd been be a lot. Too. <laughs> yeah, I'd be tweaking too. It's like literally like in been ingrained, like regardless, I think of regardless where he was gonna go, like you are the franchise. But since he went to the Browns and your fan base is so passionate, like it'd be different if he went to the Falcons. Like it's like the Falcons and like the LA Rams. Like, oh, are you you off today? You just wanna you just wanna go to the Rams game for like Falcons <laughs> game for a couple quarters, you know, and yeah. then go go to the bar after. It's different than that. Like how we used to do at UC, we go for a half and then we go back home and watch the SEC games. It's like that. Yeah. But like when you playing like this is like this, like people will travel, people take days off work, like people take the Monday off, people it are is- out there at fucking four AM. 4 a.m. traffic, not even moving so they can tailgate for this game. Like, this is the most – because, I mean, at Clemson, at Houston, there weren't fans like this. You know, Clemson yeah. has fans, but, like, they when they were good. But it was, like, fair weather fans because they were good. Now when you look at Clemson, ain't nobody in them stands. But, yeah. <laughs> like, Cleveland, like, this, this is not the place that you want to suck at. Yeah. 
And Cleveland's fans have been known and the media has been known for pushing people out of the city and making people that we once love turn into people that hate us. You know what I mean? So I think we did the same thing with Baker. Um, We've done the same thing with coaches. I mean, this is, this is my thing. It's like, and I'm a diehard Browns fan. And I've always said that we just need to fucking let it play out. (laughs) Like just fucking let it play out. And the media needs to stop being a bunch of fucking pussies about what the players say, what the coaches say. Like, get the fuck over it. Like, why can't all Browns fans just sit here and be like, I want this team to succeed? You know what I mean? Who cares if you were right or you were fucking wrong about a certain player? Like, half the fan base is still divided because of Baker Mayfield. And then half the fan base likes Deshaun Watson. And then now he's playing bad. So that's split up. It's just like, good Lord, man. You can't win. The funniest thing about that, and you're on the same page as me, and I'm not even a Browns fan. It's just what I've seen that I've known my whole life of watching the Browns and, you know, watching every other team, but especially the Browns. Where where did this come from? You guys have been – it's the same – like, it'd be wild if the Lions did this. You guys have been ass my whole entire life. Yeah. Where did this entitlement come from that you deserve elite QB play? <laughs> like you any kind of good QB, any kind of pushed out or bad things happen. Like I don't I don't know where this like you guys you guys at Tim Couch, like 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 Brandon Whedon. Like where where do you think like the tradition? Oh the tradition like you guys are not the fucking Packers. Alright. There's there's no like generational just walking in the door. So if I was a Browns fan, I'd be happy if there's fucking mediocre. Mediocre's new. Yeah, exactly. been, you've been asked the whole time. Like, mediocre is refreshing. Here's here's the thing with where I'm at, and I was born in 1997, so I started watching football in 2004. I was still we, super we young. Had a, had a conscience. Yeah, but the fucking Browns were complete ass pretty much my entire life. Obviously... One playoff appearance, only one other 10-win season with Derek Anderson. But to me, with this regime, like we're at the point where like we need to start winning above 500. Mm-hmm. And I'm a huge Stefanski fan, easily one of the best play cars in the league. If you watch the film on the Browns games, it's always been a player problem. It has not been him. We just haven't had, I don't know what it is, like execution, player and execution problem in my opinion. Mm -hmm. You can say what you want about his time management or how he runs the game himself, but a lot of the time, a play call people hate, there's a motherfucker wide open and the guy either drops it or the QB missed him. It's just like, I'm dumbfounded by what... But I do think this is it. Like, if Stefanski doesn't get it right this year or at least make the playoffs, like, he's done. And it's going to suck because he will immediately get picked up by another team. Yeah, it's got to be weird being one of those conscious Browns fans that you know if he he is gone, he will excel. He will excel. This is going to be super annoying because it will probably be a team that we play often. So, Dude, if he went to the Steelers or something. It's going to be unfortunate. It's going to be really unfortunate. I don't think I like. Do you think you'll get a head coaching job? Do you think it'll be OC and then, and then you know all the media is going to be like, bruh, what was I this mean, on the Browns? Blah 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 blah. I think, I think he'll probably go OC and then head coach after a year. Mm-hmm. 
I think. Oh, you resume, think he'll be that good? I think his resume is good enough to already get a head coaching job. Mm-hmm. But you know how that shit is. They usually yeah. wait a year or two and then they come back in. Uh, he may just want to break from head coaching for a year or two. So I'd want to break from Cleveland. Yeah, the fact that he's stuck it for four years now. I mean, goddamn respect. It's definitely shaved some years off his life. Yeah, I mean, he's the first coach in my lifetime to make him win a playoff game. So how can I hate this man? It's whatever. All right, let's get picks. <laughs> like I said, Deshaun just needs to play better, and all these problems on Twitter and from the fucking media will just go away. But it's all on Deshaun. And we knew this is the thing that pissed me off about the media. I'm going to go on one more rant. This is what <laughs> pisses me off about the media because no matter if you like them or hate them, every single competent fan, and I'm going to say competent fan, most, I would say 85% of the fans in the Browns fan base knew that this season really depended on how Deshaun played, right? Mm-hmm. So what are we even freaking out about right now? Because. We knew he was either going to be good or bad, and mm-hmm. he's going to struggle. We're fucking one and one. He's actually he's four and four as the starter for the Browns. And people that say Baker Mayfield would have won that game last week, no, he fucking wouldn't have. I'm tired of hearing that shit. Baker would have got smoked. Yeah, Baker, like, I'm just, I'm sorry. But the <laughs> people that think we should have kept Baker are wrong. And the people I don't think Baker wouldn't have hit. Remember that play to get you guys out of the out of the back of the end zone when he threw that fucking absolute dime to Mari? I don't think Baker hitting that shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's like yes, Deshaun has been horrible, and I'm not defending Deshaun in one single way other than the fact that he still makes throws because he still has the arm talent and the athleticism that Baker never had. So, So do you think it's all mental? It's all mental. Yes. You still think he's, like, rusty? I think he is just processing plays and how he sees the defense slowly. Like, And he's shown glimpses of being okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, week one against the Bengals started off slow, slow, slow. At the end of the half, he was the one that checked the play at the line and called the play to uh, switch to the audible to run it, like a QB mm-hmm. draw. Like, it's a pre-snap. Like, he has full control at the line. So he makes pre-snap judgments. Um, the first play of the game against the Steelers, he must have saw something to go to Bryant on that play. Mm-hmm. But Bryant was open. He just he just overthrew him a tad bit and Bryant dropped it. Mm-hmm. But he was still five yards open. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It would have been a free five yards. Um, the play was designed to go to Amari Cooper on the opposite side of the field, but he made a judgment call at the beginning of the fucking uh, pre-snap, and he threw it to Bryant, and shit happens. Like Bryant still should have caught it. He's a fucking NFL tight end. It hit him right in the hands. But Deshaun missed that throw technically. Like that's an off-target throw, considered, yeah. Like stat-wise, um, to me, I don't give a fuck who you are in the NFL. If you're in, the, if you're a receiver, a tight end, you should catch balls like that. That's what you get paid to do. I get it. It's hard. I'm not saying I could fucking do it, but he's getting paid $4 million a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm still blaming Deshaun. He was still off target <laughs> on the throw, but he didn't necessarily make the wrong read is what I'm trying yeah. to say. We, we so, hire and pay you to be able to adjust. Yes. So to me, like there's still glimpses that he's going to be okay, but the fucking media needs to shut the fuck up. Let him play. 
Let him get more reps. We'll see how it goes. That's yeah, all I'm honest because obviously, especially which is still new to me and you after watching Deshaun um, for so long, like he's letting that shit get to him. And yeah. the one thing you don't want to do is let that shit get to you. It's exactly what happened to Baker. And unfortunately, it's going to – it's not like that is going to stop happening. It's not like the media is going to be like, okay, we're going to that's, – that's not how they, they – they continue – they make money and continue to have a job by asking those tough questions, by asking you dumbass questions. And it's your job to, to block all of that bullshit out. Granted, yeah. he has not helped himself in any way possible of not having even more media attention on him from the things he did offside the field that we don't we don't even need to get into. But letting the one thing you don't want to do against a coach that has been in the business for over 15 years uh, is let your emotions get to you because we will easily pounce on that. Yeah, and that's what I, happened. The, the, I really the face do. Mask, all of that. We we will we will be on that ass. Well, the the thing about like the Browns fan base is, I think, like yes, Deshaun has a lot to do with the loss on Monday, but also our whole offense as a whole in general does. And I think a lot of Browns fans, honestly, I think like sixty five percent of Browns fans have checked out of the season already because of Nick Chubb. Because of Nick Chubb getting hurt, like okay. I, I promise you. And I know a few Browns fans like this. They immediately texted me, season's over, Nick Chubb is hurt. And I'm like, I get it. I love Nick Chubb, but it is two weeks into the season, and this is what Stefanski gets paid to do, adjust to shit like this. Mm -hmm. And Jerome Ford still had 116 yards. Yeah. Like, he's no slouch. We just got Kareem Hunt back on a deal. Like, Nick Chubb is irreplaceable. You can never ever replace that right, type of talent. Arguably, a number of the best running back in in the league. Exactly, and I understand why Browns fans like. I think they're just projecting more onto Deshaun because Nick Chubb is hurt. Like, if Nick Chubb didn't get hurt, I guarantee you the noise would be a lot less right now. Mm -hmm. But it's just how it is. Like, I get it. Our best player in the last five years is done for the year. We don't even know if he's ever going to come back. Yeah, so, we can we can talk a little bit about that. Do you think he will? Dude, that's the same Two surgeries. It's the same injury he had in college. On the same knee. Same knee. I don't know if he'll ever have that step again. Oh no, hell no. Um I, 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 I if if I was him, I'd be I, you know, I'd be done. Now I mean, you're already he's already cemented as one of the best Browns. I mean, he might yeah. I mean, he's easily the best Brown of my lifetime. Yeah. Um what was I going to say? But the team, to me, has a decision to make because, I well, one, let me clear the air here. I think they should fully guarantee his contract for next year, whether he's mm -hmm. coming back or not, and pay him. He deserves mm -hmm. it. And then but you know they him. won't do that. And then retire his goddamn jersey. I don't give a shit. I don't know. I, think, <laughs> I do think we're going to guarantee his contract for next year. I really you do. Think? Yeah. Um, Haslam really likes Chubb. And he's known for paying players. So, um, what was I going to say? But I think the team has a decision to make on how they move forward. That injury can either destroy a season or it can motivate a season. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And 
that's their guy. That's their fucking team leader, captain. He's been a captain four years in a row. Like, get your shit together, Browns. Like, this is your chance. Fucking yeah. rally around the injury or just give up on the year. You fucking decide. Yeah, That's it's all. different than, like, if you were, like, had, like, when Saquon got hurt, we're like, oh, shit, we got fucking, you know, Matt Breida. No disrespect to Matt Breida. But, I mean, <laughs> fucking, it's not like Jerome just went out there and played, like, dookie dog shit like Joshua Kelly did. Yeah, you had a fucking 80-yard run on the Steelers' defense. Like, fucking relax. And it wasn't like a play where it was, like, open from the beginning. Like nah, he, he had he adjusted. and he had, Yeah, he cut back and ran across the field. Dude, I can't believe, because Deshaun blocked Minka on that play, and Minka still made the fucking tackle. I was like, yeah. that motherfucker. <laughs> That's like, okay, I, when like, he got off, he started throwing up. He had but, to do all that running. Yeah, like, obviously, Nick Chubb helps in winning games. Like, you always have to watch out for Nick Chubb. But, like, we all knew, once again, that Deshaun is the reason we will be in the playoffs or not in the playoffs this year, not Nick Chubb, right? Yeah. I think we can all agree on that. So, to me, I'm still at ground zero and not worrying too much about that loss. We always lose to the Steelers. Nick Chubb out for the year is just devastating, but I think that I really hope the locker room can rally around that. Yeah, I don't think I don't think the season's over for for that. No, but I I swear half the fan base is checked. But out. it's it's gonna be man if he's if Deshaun is still bad, it's raps. The noise the noise is the loudest it's ever been in the Stefanski era, and I'm telling you, there's been some days where I'm like, he might get fired today because of how much noise there is. But we'll <laughs> see, like we'll see, because after that loss. Thank God I was on vacation because I just ignored my phone and I forgot about the Browns for three days. <laughs> like, I stayed away from that Browns Twitter for the most part. So oh, I know that shit was hell. It's, yeah, it's getting bad out here. So, all right, let's, 